Hello world, hello world. You know what time it is and welcome back to another episode of the Dragon Horse Podcast. My name is Cameron Bivens, the Dragon Horse himself and your lovely host, right? Bear with me today, guys. Disclaimer, bear with me today. I'm having a few audio issues, man. I don't know what's going on with my tech today, but it wants to act a little bit of a fool. So if it seems like my voice is a little elevated or if it seems like my voice is a bit low, please bear with me. I should have everything back to how it usually is for the next episode. But for this one, we're going to let it rock. All right. Hope you guys are doing well out there. I've been doing pretty well myself, man. I'm just keeping things going and I hope you guys are staying safe just as I, uh, you know, as I always say at the end of every episode, you guys know what time it is. Let's go. Anyway, today's news consists of a country called Portugal. Portugal says no more golden visas and no more Airbnbs. For those that don't know, there's a huge thing going on internationally with people moving to different countries, buying out a lot of the real estate and renting it out to the locals, which can't hope to be able to afford um, a house or hope to be able to afford the property because, well, let's face it, property is expensive. I'll give you guys an example. Los Angeles, right? A lot of houses here run easily a million dollars, okay? And a lot of locals don't make a million dollars, okay? Not even in the span of two, three, four, or five years. Things are expensive. You know what I mean? So Portugal basically said, okay, listen, we can't just keep this program open called the Golden Visa Program, where if you invest something like half a million dollars into the country, right, you can get citizenship. We can't keep that open anymore, you know? It's not giving our locals a chance. This is getting difficult. And some people, even worse, don't even really care about Portugal or its culture. They're just here to get theirs, right? So uh, Portugal is going a different route. In a time where many countries are saying, hey, just show me the money. I'll let you do what you want. Portugal's like, listen, tired of looking at your money. I want to see some substance. So let's go ahead and get into this, shall we? Because I think this is kind of interesting. This is brought to you by Gizmodo.com. The title of this article is actually what I just noted. Portugal says no more golden visas and no more Airbnbs. The country is one of the poorest in Western Europe, and while local wages have stayed relatively stagnant in recent years, housing costs have skyrocketed, they said, right? So let's continue forward. Let's go ahead and get into this. Portugal's government passed a package of new laws and regulations on Thursday aimed at combating the country's housing crisis. And among the changes, no more short-term rental licenses are to be granted in the nation's urban centers meaning no more new city Airbnbs. Portugal has also ended its golden visa program, as I just told you guys about, which granted non-European Union residents European Union passports in exchange for investing more than 350,000 euros, basically $400,000, in real estate in certain areas. Often through golden visas, property developers would flip buildings into short-term rentals, usually Airbnbs, to maximize their profits the article goes on to say the great appeal of our cities is not to turn it into some sort of disneyland prime minister antonio costa said at a press conference on thursday there is no city that can remain authentic if it isn't able to maintain its residents like i said before i'm pretty much with them on this i think this is a step in the right direction um i don't think it's even discriminatory 
To be honest with you, I don't think at all. If anything, it's it's discriminatory to allow people that have not learned some of the local language, have not shown that they want to be a part of the country, have not shown that they're interested in taking up residence in the country regarding rules of living there for an extended period of time or otherwise to just come in and buy things up. Um, I think in that sense, the game is rigged and society becomes jaded. You know, you have a lot of young kids these days looking out there saying, listen, I, I, I can never hope to buy a house. So why should I even try? Why should I try to go to school? Why should I try to learn a trade? I'm never going to be able to win. Okay. And a society just can't continue on like that. It just can't. Now, globalization is great. I, for one, am a person who is from Los Angeles. So I don't want to sound like a hypocrite because I am from Los Angeles and I bought a house in Italy. Right. So in a sense, I'm doing that. But I am extremely invested in the Italian culture. My wife is Italian. I visit multiple times a year. And by multiple, I mean, I'm in and out of the country three or more times a year. All right. That's that's just a fact. Okay, I'm paying my taxes. I'm fixing this house up. I'm interested in being immersed in this culture is my point. Okay, I'm learning the language, right? It's not just a business thing for me. If it was just a business thing, there's plenty of other places and other countries I could go to. But for me, I care about the culture, so I'm interested. However, there are a lot of individuals out there, a lot of businesses out there that don't necessarily care about the local culture. They're just in it for the dollar. And that's not really fair, in my opinion. I feel like if you're going to go to a country, you should be interested in the culture. Try to learn some of the language or be immersed in some sort of it, some sort of appreciation and some sort of giving back, especially to the locals. Otherwise, why? You know, why allow this? The game gets a bit rigged. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, let's continue forward, shall we? For a little over a decade, the country, which was one of the poorest in Western Europe and among all OECD nations, has aggressively courted international tourism, investment and development in an attempt to grow its economy and revive its historical cities. And on paper, Portugal's policies worked. The country became a destination for wealthy Chinese and American investors, property investors, that is, and digital nomads seeking sun and sea on a budget now though the downsides of such policies have clearly overshadowed the benefits to locals portugal's annual wages have stayed relatively stagnant over the past decade Whew, averaging less than thirty thousand dollars a year between 2020 and 2021 the average wages rose just two percent man that is low that is low ladies and gentlemen if we're looking at the Inflation rates that are 6% in a lot of these places, that means you're losing money by staying on the same job. Only 2% is nothing. In 2022, more than half of the workers earned less than 1,000 euros per month, yet the average cost of renting in the country's largest city and capital, Lisbon, has risen by 37% in the past year alone, according to a report from Reuters. So you guys pretty much get what's going on here, man. Um, it's the same type of thing I just stated. It's not fair for the locals. They're getting priced out. It's extremely difficult for the country to keep going down this path when locals can't afford anything. And you have wealthy investors just coming and buy everything. And by wealthy investors, I'm talking about businesses as well. We're not talking about people that are like, I want to live in this country. I'm going to buy a house and I'm going to live in it. We're talking about investors, right? And to a degree, I don't think Investors coming in, buying property is a problem. No, I don't think so at all. Because clearly, as the article stated, these policies worked. 
The country of Portugal got a lot of investments in, but there is a thin line. There needs to be a balance, right? There needs to be some investment, but the country can't be overwhelmed by investment where now people can't even off of their whole paycheck. They can't even afford a month's rent. That's just absurd. You can't have three, four people living to a small room just to afford rent because these policies are going overboard because then you have a humanitarian crisis on your hands. And then it'll look just like I talked about on the last podcast. It'll look like Los Angeles with so many people homeless, right? That's how it gets. That's how it gets there. So there's a lot of success. The country's growing wealthier. Great. But you do need to taper some of these policies. You do need to be careful. I'm not saying I know how. I'm not a lawmaker. However, I can see what the result is, like I said, because of Los Angeles when those policies don't get checked to a degree. And people can't afford rent, no matter how hard they work, whether it's one or two jobs. And then you have a real issue of homelessness and otherwise. And it gets really bad, and it only gets worse. And it gets worse to the point where when they try to fix it, they're not even sure where to begin because it's so bad, they don't know where to start, right? So that's all I'm saying about that, man. Um, Yeah, when it comes to this article, it goes on further to state that in 2019... um, Portugal's government passed a law making housing a human right and talking about how they want to make sure that everybody uh, gets housing. However, there's no way they can guarantee that. I mean, there's no way anybody can guarantee that. And of course, it sounds good to say that when you're in political office, (laughs) right? Uh, But there's no way to guarantee that. It also goes on to say how they gave out a lot of digital nomad visas to foreign people who paid a certain amount of money so they can come to the country, work online. They can stay for a bit of time, leave, or try to become an immigrant and get immersed in the culture. But you guys pretty much understand how that goes, man. It's always the same story. People come, people go, but they don't necessarily always leave stuff behind for others, all right? If you guys really want to go through this article, um, I thought it was interesting real quick. You know, just piggyback of what we were talking about last episode. I will, as always, be posting the article link at the bottom of the caption, bottom of the description, whatever you want to call it. But you guys feel free to go through it, man. But I pretty much give it my thoughts. There needs to be a balance. You can't have wealthy investors just come in and buy everything up uh, in their business names or otherwise unless they want to live there. And you can't just have no investors because then your country is missing a large amount of revenue that can fund all types of things for your citizens. So there needs to be a balance. And I think Portugal is trying to find that balance. And it'll be very interesting to see. It'll be very interesting to see. Anyways, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode, man. As always, stay safe, happy, and healthy. And I will catch you guys on the next episode of the Dragon Horse Podcast. Love y'all. Peace.